Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Spin FL. What's up, y'all? It's John DeRollins. Excuse me, Sarah. And uh, we're two Americans living in Sweden talking about football. Mm-hmm. And we're coming to you from AMK Studios. Yeah. It's good to be back here again. Even though it's fun doing it, it's just fun doing this, man. Not going to lie to you. It is fun. Yeah. I think it's more fun to do it together, though. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, you know, I've been going to, I'm actually, I, I say I'm in Lulio, but I'm actually in Boden when I'm yeah. doing this thing that I'm doing right now. And it's a fucking crazy sleepy town, and especially with the COVID thing, and there's no tourists. Apparently, they get a lot of Norwegian tourists, but at the moment, there's more moose than people up there. Oh, so wow. So it's like a lot of... Um, you dirt. would think the summer they would get more people, right? Normally, they do. Apparently, they get oh, a lot yeah. of Norwegian uh, campers. Oh, okay. So now this campground where a lot of the film crew is staying at, there's like, there's okay. like nobody there. Huh. They have a bunch of high school kids drinking beer in the parking lot which is also fun (laughs) yeah sounds like fun um sounds like uh i want to go up there man i want to go up there sometime i haven't seen that part of sweden yet it's like raining mosquitoes up there it's horrible for some reason swedish mosquitoes don't fuck with me man what yeah i could stay i I go to the summer house and uh and they just bite the shit out of my wife and then just land on me and then fly away maybe it's because they're racist (laughs) maybe swedish mosquitoes (laughs) Are racist, yeah. <laughs> they say we all bleed red, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know if all our blood's the same. It's bullshit. Fucking racist mosquitoes. Yeah, I like it. I'm glad they don't like it. I don't like you either, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> You're blacker than me. <laughs> but uh, oh, shit, I laughed funny. a lot. I listened, actually listened back to last week's podcast. I was laughing a lot, man. <clears throat> that was a fun episode. Uh, so if you haven't heard that, go back and check it out. Um... Uh, it was a typical Spinnerfell pot where we just shoot the shit, man. Yeah. Uh, Breaking down the equality situation. <laughs> I'm always a little surprised at how, I mean, you know, we come from the same part of the world. How many people just don't understand uh, that equal rights doesn't mean you're losing anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I kind of just sort of rolled with it. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's fun. What's wrong Sometimes. with these people? Uh, I want to apologize to our uh, followers. I've been slipping, man. We did all. We made all of the regions. I mean, uh, we designated teams to Europe, and I haven't put the map out yet. Right. So I'm going to get the map done, and I'm going to put it out so you can see exactly what NFL coverage would look like if we were in charge of the NFL in Europe. Right. So I'll put that out um, as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just want to throw that out there. I'll put it on our Patreon as well. Um, the updates will be coming soon. Mm. I'm going to be uh, dedicate more time to this soon. So, sorry, man. I know you got mad at me. You chewed me out about it. And, I know. Uh, yeah. It won't happen again, man. Just, you have one fucking job, bro. <laughs> like, seriously. One job. <laughs> God. 
Damn it. Uh, uh, it's not like you've been slipping. I, like, I haven't done any of that shit. Uh, uh, for all, everyone listening, anytime something goes up on Patreon <laughs> or any it, wherever the fuck it goes, like I don't even know where it goes because I haven't done anything. So him uh, pretending like he's slipping is like, uh, that's not really... <laughs> The only slippage happening uh, here. <laughs> and for any of the any of our listeners that want to see me do comedy, mm. uh, I do have a stand-up comedy club <laughs> uh, called The Laugh House in uh, Gamlastan, Old Town, uh, in Stockholm. I still haven't so, seen you do comedy. Hey, you should, Not man. Live. I, I'm a pretty funny guy. I believe uh, it. On stage. Uh, it. So uh, come check it out. The Laugh House is in the basement. Well, it's two rooms, actually. We're the only comedy club with two rooms. Uh, starting September 12th, we're gonna have an English room downstairs, Swedish upstairs, hmm. and uh, at Bachi's pub restaurant uh, in uh, Gamastan. So come and laugh with your boy. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, but but enough about that. We're not here to talk about my uh, slip ups and social media or my comedy club. We're here to talk about the NFL. That's right. What's going on, man? Jesus, dude. Okay, so <clears throat> I know we're talking about the NFL, but but honestly, okay, so. For those of you who who care about the NFL, maybe you don't watch college football, right? There's a lot of people, even in the states, who are you know yeah. hardcore into the NFL, but they don't give two shits about college football. That's true. Yeah, there's a lot. But the fact remains, and vice versa too. Yeah. Uh, without college football, you know, I mean, it's basically like I don't know what's a the farm com- league. What's it? Yeah, the, the AAA. Com- exactly, and it would be like sort of lower division. Upper division, like if you took it like European football, mm-hmm. right? It would be like Division One. You know, it's a little different because teams don't move down and up, but it's mostly like you know, like you said, farm league. I mean, this is where all these NFL players come from college teams. Yeah. And now, because of the COVID situation, um, it looks like there's not going to be college football this year. At least in the fall. Yeah, I mean, there. I still don't really. Yeah, I can't see it either. <clears throat> I can't see it happening. No, I can't see it happening either. But the interesting thing that has come from this conversation, okay, so for this is I'll try to simplify this as much as I can, but college players obviously don't get paid to play football. Right. They get right? paid in education. They get paid in education, exactly. <laughs> Such bullshit, uh, by the way. And if they get caught trying to like make money off of who they are, then they get suspended. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, um so they basically force these kids to play three to four years. Uh, hoping that the NFL is going to be their payday and you just have to wait for that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, because the NFL is obviously a professional league, like they have come together, the the league, the Players Association has come together and created these protocols for how to get through this current situation that we're in. Yeah. Uh, but in college football, they've just been left to the so-called grown-ups in the room yeah. who they cannot agree on anything, and this is all getting very political too, because you've got, you know, d- you know, some of these teams obviously come from states that are very like, you know, you know, the kind of states that are obviously going to vote for Trump, you know, so they're following his lead, his protocol, yeah. Um, and through him, they are just royally fucking this thing up, yeah, to the point no where no protections and the kids aren't safe. So yeah, yeah. So this week was announced uh, that. The Pac-12 conference and the Big Ten conference have essentially canceled their fall. And that's uh, roughly 20 teams, right? Yeah. Maybe 25 teams. And some big ones, too. Like, yeah. I mean, Big Ten, we're talking like Ohio State. Yeah. And the, Michigan, yeah. The, the starting, yeah, Michigan, Michigan State. Starting quarterback for Ohio State is Justin Fields. This kid mm-hmm. is going to be like, 
I guarantee Supposed, you he could yeah. easily go like number one or number two in the uh, draft next year. Like yep. this guy's, he played for Georgia uh, as a backup and he got annoyed because he, he, he should have been the starter for Georgia. And of course they went with this other dude. Um, <laughs> but he's basically like a, he's a Michael Vick kind of, uh, you know, uh, type quarterback, you know, he's, run, he's, run got, past he's got the arm, he's got the, he's got the legs, he's got the jukes. He's got, mm. this guy's the total fucking package. Nice. He could easily win the Heisman trophy this year. Okay. Um, no, he can't, not, but apparently <laughs> not. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, wow. and, and the interesting thing about it is that it's, well, two interesting things. One, um, and we should get into this because I actually just started reading about this now, the whole world of the NFL scouts, Yep. right? These are the guys who basically spend their time on college campuses yeah. looking for the next star. They're like looking recruits. for the next, t- yeah, they're looking to recruit these kids. Yeah. And it's not just about watching them on the football field, Right. They go, they talk to the dean of the school. They talk to the teachers. They yeah. talk to, you know, like, what's this kid? You know, because the personality thing, at, which we'll get into later, uh, in, what, what did we call that segment before? It was Real Felons of the NFL. <laughs> we got a lot of stories about Real Felons of the NFL today. Uh, um, <laughs> but, yeah, you can, like, players can really drop in the draft as these yeah. scouts start to learn, like, whoa, we got some behavioral issues with yeah. this kid. We're not sure it's, about him. Got a bunch of girls pregnant. It's going to have a huge effect on the NFL draft I next agree. year. Huge. There and teams are making plans as well as like how they're going to what are the, what are the scouts going to do this year? Mm-hmm. If there's no college football then yeah. they're going to have to find a different way to get to know these kids. Exactly. And uh looking at so much tape is what I've heard too like looking <clears throat> at cuz they look at parts of the tape that won't of course it won't exist at all they won't have any material mm. for this year and then you have players like the first pick of the draft mm. this year was uh Joe Burrow Joe Burrow who had a breakout season mm-hmm. so say Justin Fields doesn't have could have had that breakout season and doesn't have a season like that and else. the interesting thing about Joe Burrow is that he was a transfer from another school yeah so I don't remember where he went but he he was somewhere else and then he transferred to LSU for a senior year and then had the fucking year of his life yeah uh, Georgia has a quarterback like that this year. They have this kid, from, I forget his name, but he's from Wake Forest. He was at Wake Forest, okay. transferred to Georgia to play his senior year, and now he's sitting here looking like maybe they won't play. Yeah. Uh, um, wow. Although the SEC looks like... So players like that. If any if any one of these conferences are going to play, the SEC, I think the SEC would play through a fucking nuclear war. They don't <laughs> care. Here's another thing I want to add about that, though. Yeah. That football teams... Because they don't partially because they don't pay the players, mm. they they generate so much money. It's a very loyal following, and they basically finance the school, right? Especially the athletic department of the school. It's like all the money brought in from sales, ticket sales, the merchandise, and mm-hmm. all of this stuff, uh, TV deals, everything goes to the school, and and and. You don't have a volleyball team without a football team in a lot of schools, right? So, well, that's the, the interesting thing. The other thing that I was going to bring up that that um, has come up because of this situation is that obviously in the NFL you have you have the league and then you have the players' association, which right. is the union a that union, supports yeah. the players. Um, they don't have that kind of union in college football, right. right? But now there is a strong call for a union like that to be created because uh. right now you have guys. You know, some of the top players in, in college football who are the only leverage they have at the moment is like spreading this hashtag on Twitter that basically just says hashtag we want to play. 
But it's like, you know, but because there's no no union that represents the players, they can't have this this yeah. argument with with the people who run college. Yeah, football. But to have a union, you'd have to admit that they're employees. You'd have to and admit for them that, to be employees. Yeah, you have to pay them, and you have to admit that they're humans. Uh, yeah, that too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so they're gonna. I think this might end up making the NCAA do the right thing. I've said this is the right thing. I was. I used to be mm-hmm. in debate in high school, and actually. One of my questions was, uh, I debated college Mm -hmm. (laughs) sports paying athletes, and this was in, like, the 90s. Yeah. So this is still a problem since then. Oh, yeah. And and we sort of flirted with this topic last week when we were talking about the, you know, we were talking about how the the pandemic from 1918 kind of led to the organization, the NFL. And we were talking about, like, what good things might come from this pandemic. I would say that if there's any one thing that I want to come from this pandemic related to football, it would be that the situation for college football players changes dramatically. Yeah. Or the NFL put together a farm league, a real one. That would be cool, too. And then be like, don't go to the NCAA. Come to our farm league. Mm-hmm. Come out of high school, join the farm league, like the D-League NBA. Yeah, that'd be cool. Sure. I mean, that's something that's, it'll cost a lot of money, but uh, yeah. then they don't have to lean on it like that. And then <laughs> it will be a moral standpoint for the NFL, but they don't do moral shit. No. Uh, they put uh, Black Lives Matter in the corner of the end zones, though. For week one. Yeah, for week one. So <clears throat> so that solves things. Week one. <laughs> oh. Just the one week. Oh. Should be fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we touched on scouts. Yeah. Uh, you want to you talk about uh, somebody touching on some violence? Yeah, no, <laughs> we could definitely move on to real felons of the NFL now. Shout out to the nickname. <laughs> Shout out to the name <laughs> Juice. Yeah. <laughs> juice don't a, give the don't use the name Juice if you're going to be an athlete. It juice, doesn't work out. Juice with a G. Yeah, Juice yeah. with a G, man. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we tried this once before <laughs> uh with with uh OJ Simpson. His nickname was um was Juice. The, the Juice yeah, yeah, yeah. because of OJ Orange Juice. Yeah. Uh and now uh Darius Juice and OJ allegedly allegedly <laughs> allegedly allegedly damn near cut his wife's head off. He, yeah, and, uh, her friend. I mean, he allegedly did that. He definitely did a bunch of other crazy shit, though. <laughs> <laughs> right? Didn't yeah. he rob a bunch of people in a hotel and with some memorabilia? I'm on OJ's side on this. Oh boy, here we go. I'm on OJ's side <laughs> on this. First of all, OJ is a touchy subject for black folks, man. That really, right. if you watch the documentary, I, I highly recommend everybody a, watch Made in America. It's a good one because it breaks down. It's really good. I didn't even know why I felt the way I felt until I watched the documentary. And, you, and they break, dig into the psychology of why, when he was acquitted, <laughs> all the black people in my class jumped up and right. celebrated, and all the white people in my class were, like, mad as shit, uh, including my teacher. Uh, so I didn't understand it. I just thought everybody wanted this guy to get off because, obviously, there's this racist cop. And all. Anyway, all there's all this stuff. But uh, uh, I highly recommend a documentary. Mm. When you say, uh, with, the, with the, the memorabilia thing, right. that's what happened. Somebody... Uh, stole OJ's stuff and was selling it. Ah, see, I didn't hear that part. They stole his memorabilia, like his... I heard it wrong. They they stole his memorabilia, and then he basically got entrapped. This other guy was like, hey, you want to get your shit back? I know who stole your stuff. And then in this community, they all know each other. So OJ's like, yo, Steve, (laughs) give my shit. And then a guy has a gun there. Uh-huh. And, he, and the guy's filming. A guy with OJ is not filming, recording the situation. There's audio of this. And wow. Then, and he has a gun. And OJ says the phrase, something to the effect of, 
you're not leaving this room until you give me my shit. Right. They used him using that phrase to say that he kidnapped this person uh-huh. and that uh, and that he was robbing him, but he was getting his own stuff. I just feel like they knew that they fucked up when instead of right. putting him away and they gave him a crazy sentence of 33 years or something like that. Yeah, wow. Shit. They gave him like the most you could possibly get and it ended up being, it was like a symbolic number that it came with. There was a reason it was 33 years. It was something like... I don't know, something about, the, it's basically tying it back to the murder. And I believe, I do, I want to say on the record, I believe O.J. murdered. You should have given him 32 years, so it wasn't that the number he wore in his jersey. That <laughs> <laughs> would have been a little more yeah. symbolic. It's, it's, a, it's one more than your jersey, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that was the thing, that's the reason I say, I, I believe he killed his wife. Right. I believe he killed Ron Goldman, right. who gets lost in all this stuff. Sure. Poor Ron Goldman, returning her stuff from the restaurant and gets murdered. It's a nice guy. <laughs> I don't know if it's stuff. Yeah, just returning stuff from a restaurant. I don't know. Maybe there was some other stuff going on. I don't know. But uh, yeah, but they weren't together at the time. I mean, if he was banging OJ's ex wife, then that's not his. Fault. Of course, but OJ was obviously a psychopath. A psychopath. Uh, yeah, clearly. Uh, so uh, I believe he did that. But with this kidnapping thing, it's like, okay, you guys just want to get the guy, right. and now he's out and about. He started a Twitter not that long ago, and he's being really weird. And really he wrote the yeah. My, I'm not, I don't fucking He might have stopped it by now, but uh, he came out like, hey, it's OJ. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just chilling. You know, here's what I think about Donald Trump. You know what I'm saying? Shit like, like shut the right. fuck up, OJ. Shut up, man. Well, juice. I don't think anybody's going to feel bad for Darius Juice yes. in that sense because uh, this dude's in real trouble. Uh, well, it's domestic violence uh, accusations or, or charges. Mm-hmm. He was arrested. Um, three counts of um of domestic violence and and one count of of they call it felony strangulation. Damn, he nearly choked his girlfriend to death. Um, and in the I read some of the the actual police report. And they said she was with her friend Ronald. Go- no, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> wow, she was with her friend Cato. <laughs> lived in the back house. I wonder if anybody gets that reference. Uh, anyway, so yeah, he apparently he choked her until she was unconscious. Wow. Uh, and when she came to, he was like, you know, he thought he had killed her, so he was freaking out. I bet. Crying, like trying to wake her up. Um, and she just like, apparently she just jumped in the car and took off and like went straight to the airport and flew home, I guess. Damn, you could do that now? Uh, yeah, I you can guess. just go to the airport and fly away now. It depends on where she is, I guess. Um, <laughs> she she ran anyway, to the computer and then put <laughs> yeah. the flight. She's like in the cab, like booking the flight on her phone. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So this dude's in real trouble. Yes. He's only played for a couple of what two years? I think he's played, and he he's been injury prone. He hasn't been, you know, hasn't been that great. Uh, well, the Redskins have just said, "Fuck." You this mean dude. the Washington football team? Uh, just yeah. Flot, man, <laughs> fun. <clears throat> I it's old habits die hard. Oh, the man. Washington football team uh, have basically, well, they have released Darius Juice. Good, this I man. think the NFL should come out with a statement saying we won't tolerate this shit anymore. Yeah, like say, yo, we used to, we used to get tolerate shit like this. Mm-hmm. We're done with it, man. Crimes against women would not be uh, accepted or tolerated at all. Yeah. Why don't they take a stand, man? Instead yeah. of letting him release him and then just like turn a blind eye. No, there's one thing that if you do some shit like this, you're done. And I heard a report yesterday too that this is another one of those guys that like coming out of college, there were already some concerns about his behavior. 
Um, Yo, so, I mean, this... it's not like they're, you know, th- there are plenty of red flags for the, like when these guys. Yeah. Like you said about the scouts, getting to know these mm-hmm. players and stuff. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you think it might have something to do with like a CTE type of thing? I, that feels like a free pass, don't you think? That's true. He might just be a fucking psycho. Yeah. I mean, maybe it is. Good maybe point. It isn't. Yeah, it, yeah, just well, feels yeah. Like a... it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't excuse it. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to excuse it, but yeah, maybe banging your head against a bunch of people for 20 years of your life. I mean, there's plenty of other players who don't do that shit. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good point. So shame on me. Yeah. Hmm. Man. Uh, in our second story of uh, real felons of the NFL. <laughs> Uh, we have free agents. We agent. need a sound for that. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, 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 um, This guy, I couldn't believe it. At first, I was like, is this his real name? His name is, Ke- I can't pronounce, Munerlin? His first name is- Munerlin. Ke- Munerlin. Captain. Yeah. His name is Captain. They call him Cap. No, <laughs> I mean- yeah, Captain Munerlin. Well, he's a free agent. Um, Florida man, arrested in Miami <laughs> <laughs> International <laughs> Airport. Uh, what was he doing? Writing bad checks or something? Oh wow! Yeah, writing Who bad checks. Who takes checks? Exactly. That's Where are you writing Okay, so at? let's explain this to our Swedish audience. I know, right? In America, <laughs> we have rectangular pieces of paper, uh, and if you write like a person's name or a company uh, and an amount of money, and you sign your name at the butt, it's basic. It's money. It's like cash. It's like cash. It's paper cash, man. It's just that's a, why we say I get this paper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not what we say. <laughs> That's yeah. crazy that they still use checks. I used the check not too long ago. Oh, did you? Yeah, in I, Sweden. Uh, in Sweden. Well, I didn't. Well, sometimes they'll say Who I didn't is cash it? it or anything like that. I have a checkbook <laughs> that's yeah. attached to my U.S. bank account. Oh, okay. And okay, I okay. bought something online. I still have my check sitting I, in the drawer. And I wrote too. the, uh, you know, I used the number on the check to pay yeah. for my thing online. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's a shame. It's a, it's a sad thing. Uh, that we still have checks, and it says a lot about uh, our progress as a nation. <laughs> yeah, they need to get rid of them checks. So Captain Munderland writing bad checks. Writing bad checks. Mm-hmm. Damn. He's in trouble. It said he accrued $25.4 million in his career. But now he's writing bad checks. Damn. Someone didn't manage his money right. Yeah, man. 64 pass deflections <laughs> and 12 interceptions in his career, man. Rested in the Miami International Airport. He was intercepted. <laughs> he was intercepted in the Miami He's used to it. He was a like, good catch. Good catch, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Uh, good nice, hands. Good nice, hands. Nice. <laughs> uh, how about our favorite duo? Yeah. And in our regular, seemingly weekly segment. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Which, uh, I mean, wow. I actually, I know it seems like I'm, I'm taking joy in this poor man's. Uh, legal woes mm-hmm. um however um maybe that's true fuck it i am <laughs> <laughs> you know what i just own it yeah, but you uh, shouldn't have robbed the motherfucking yeah party my man deandre baker mm-hmm. who uh was allegedly playing madden yeah. at a illegal dice game <laughs> in miami florida man again what's wrong with you people <laughs> we already established, man. Yeah. My state got issues. Man. Yeah. He has officially been charged with, I think, four counts of of uh, aggravated robbery. Aggravated. Like, 
Like, yeah. is there is there polite is there calm, robbery? Yeah, calm robbery. Yeah, it seems very polite. Would actually. you please give me your money? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, okay, for those of you who have been listening, you'll remember that it was DeAndre Baker from um, New York Giants and Quentin Dunbar, formerly of the Washington Football Team, has now. He, I think he's starting his first year in Seattle. Uh, they dropped all charges against Dunbar, and then they charged DeAndre Baker. Uh, huh. with this shit. And <clears throat> I wonder what evidence came forward. I don't know, man, but uh, obviously the, you know, his lawyer is going to try to fight it. Uh, but Quentin Dunbar <laughs> just, just walked. I mean, didn't he, isn't he the one who had the, uh, the shady Miami guy? Yeah. It was the guy we talked about last week. Dunbar had the, the, the po- shady it, politician. It was a politician who's taking yeah. bribes and shit. So maybe. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. He paid somebody off, man. Somebody. Yeah. And, um, and the thing that's a little, really kind of crazy, this is the part where I actually start to feel bad about taking pleasure in this man's misfortune, is that, you know, in Florida, they have some pretty hardcore, like, minimum sentencing laws. 1020 life. Yeah. It's if, horrible. If he... It's horrible. There's if he's found on, guilty uh, of this, he will spend a minimum of 10 years in prison. Yeah. And the you, maximum is life. It's called 1020 life. It's a, it's a severely outdated and... Uh, highly problematic mm. uh, system that they have in Florida. If you use a gun in a crime, the right. first offense is 10 years minimum. The second offense is 20 years minimum. And if you do it a third time, life mm. uh, minimum. <laughs> it's like, get the fuck out of here. How <laughs> is this not, I mean, how do you, how you have this, something like this and call prison a rehabilitation system? Right. It's, it's so fucked up. So uh, I've been against that. Uh, I thought that by now it would be over with the 1020 life hmm. when they changed all of the crack rules and all of that stuff. Right. I thought that they would have uh, done away with this, but I'm shocked that they still have this, this, uh, system that's obviously, uh, another tool to, uh, affect the, uh, a certain community of people. Right. And by a certain, I mean, black, exactly. and brown, black and brown. <clears throat> yeah. They, they I mean, he obviously, too. um, I mean, you know, he, he's, he's played one year in the NFL he did not have a particularly good year, DeAndre Baker. Um, even if he manages to sort of get through this without going to, pr- I don't see him ever playing in the NFL again after this. He shouldn't. It's a, it's a, it's stupid to be a, a part of something like this. Mm. I don't care if you work for fucking UPS. You don't be a part of something like this, man. But but it's even worse when you have what we consider having it together. You're living out with your your dream. If you make it to that level, this right. is your dream. Yeah. Why the fuck are you robbing a Madden game? <laughs> yeah. Why is, why does anybody think that you're a part of robbing a Madden game? Right. It's so stupid, man. Yeah, it is pretty dumb. But I mean, then again, sometimes people are using glitches and stuff to beat you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and you yeah. get mad and be like, man, I should rob every motherfucker in this game. In well, this it was um. Well, maybe they were betting on Madden too. But in this article, I think they say that like the real purpose of this party was that it, it was like a dice game. <gasps> Oh, so we kind of we finally got clarity on that. Okay, which explains why there were so many people with wads of cash there. Okay, yeah, and um, then dice games almost always end in a robbery. Yeah, so there you go. Why be why be there, man? Mm. Where's Deion Sanders when you need him? He should have been mentoring. <laughs> Mentor the young brother. <laughs> yeah, because that worked out so well. <laughs> yeah, uh, with Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah, things are going great for him. He's turned everything around. 
Oh man, so 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 far we've had two Washington football team related stories. Well, there's more. Yeah, I know. That's, that's, Which is kind of interesting. They need to drop them from the league. I think it'd be cool if the NFL did what the what the soccer leagues do out here, where the worst team gets dropped. Right. Yeah. And then you have to fight your way, like. <clears throat> but I mean, every game is competitive anyway in the NFL, so that's good. But that'll just add another level to that shit. And the fans would probably lose their fucking minds. Oh, yeah. I agree. Well, I, I've always thought that that was kind of a cool thing, too. I mean, it never... I don't think it would ever work in the... Well, they don't have the infrastructure. No, because they'd have to have another type of league, a secondary league or whatever. But maybe yeah. you, maybe all of a sudden the Washington football team is in the XFL. <laughs> sure. And then uh, they got to play this weird, you know, different game. And <laughs> then be a good the winner of the XFL... <laughs> Comes back in. Sorry, guys. You're going to the XFL. No! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Double passes? How? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Look at him playing his NFL style. You over here in the XFL, boy. It'll be different. Yeah, uh, they were in the news quite a bit this week. Yeah, Dan Snyder, man. He got a... Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't... He's suing. I, well, I mean, I could either believe this story or I couldn't. Um... It sounds a little like Trump, man, because TMZ has turned into a reputable source. Oddly and TMZ enough, Sports yeah, has despite, broken this. Yeah, and he's suing for sex trafficking, false sex trafficking stories. And then when he's saying stuff like "I want to know who's behind it," that sounds a lot like uh, when they were trying to find out who was the whistleblower not hmm. too long ago with the sure. Trump impeachment. So uh, yeah, they're trying to say Dan Snyder had something to do with uh, uh, Jeffrey Epstein um, and all these, you know. Gross sex trafficking. Maybe he went to the pedophile island. So did a other. lot of people. Mm. Looks like that list was long. Indeed. Oh, they said she's got COVID, too. Who? Ghislaine Maxwell. Uh-uh. <laughs> that's what I heard. For Good. real? I got to make sure that's a real story. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm, surprised. I, I'm surprised she's still alive, dude. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I'm saying they said it's like, a, they're saying it's an a extreme case of COVID now. She has... COVID. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I got to double check that. I shouldn't be saying. Uh, mm. Yeah, I got to I got to check it out. They injected her with some fucking Russian radiation poison or some shit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, oof. Uh, but anyway, that's a that's a whole nother thing. We don't need to. Yeah. Uh, okay, they're just saying that she's a. Uh, uh, it's the risk. She's trying to get out of jail for. Okay, I'm sorry, guys. She's just trying to. She's trying to. <laughs> exactly, uh, but yeah, Snyder being uh, uh, attached to Jeffrey Epstein, there's no surprise there. I'm sure that I, I don't know. I I, fi- I find it unlikely that he was a a part of sex trafficking, the part of it. Right. He probably just thought this rich guy. I don't know. Who knows? I don't even want to talk anymore about that. Actually, mm. uh, it's such a horrible thing. Oh, you watch the documentary? Which one? The one about oh the Epstein, Epstein. one. I haven't seen it. No, I, it's on my list, but I'm like. Uh, it puts a pit in my, in my stomach the whole time. Yeah. Another thing, and I mentioned it on, uh, we, we do the show here, uh, AMK Moron. Mm-hmm. For the people who understand Swedish, check it out. AMK Moron is a, a funny morning show uh, that's coming back next week. Uh, and we talked about that, how the legal age here to have sex with anybody mm. is 15. Right. And uh, I find that very weird. Yeah, it is a little weird. Yeah, but uh, Martin had this whole, uh, <laughs> this whole, uh, this thing that he said every country should use, which you double it and subtract seven. Double the number, subtract seven, and it can't go wrong. 
as the as the max uh, the the max age. You're the difference. second person to tell me this in a, in a week. Somebody else told me this equation. That's a number in, in half. Oh, mo- half oh, so I'm sorry. Divide half it. plus seven. Divide by half. And divide half. the number in half. Add seven. Works every time. Right. So your 30. age. I'm you 30. divide your age. I'm 30. Right. Divided by two. So 15. 15 plus seven is 22. Okay. That's the youngest person I can get with if I'm 30. Okay. And it works for 14. Divided in half, seven plus seven. Huh. 14. Interesting. What is that? I'm 47. Ugh. What is that? 23 and a half. 23. 30. And a half. 30. 30. Oh, okay. Why would you be with a 29 year old? That would be gross. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Works like a charm, man. They could call it the reasonable rule or some shit. <laughs> oh, my wife's not listening. <laughs> How old's your wife? I love you, honey. How old's your wife? She's a year older than me. She's oh, okay. 48. Okay. I was going to say, if, if you said 27, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you criminal. <laughs> She's actually uh, 20, 29. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> what time is I got to pick her up anyway from uh, high school? <laughs> she got a half day today. Oh, God. Uh, and then there's a, a story about the red tails. I put this in here because I got to be honest. Like, I mean, I, I, we've we've stated both of us that this is seems to be both of our favorite yeah. uh, options for ne- renaming the Washington football team. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but I have to admit, like, I just knew kind of the the basics, and I just thought this was really kind of a cool story. I, the gist of the article is that the person is like, maybe the Washington football team doesn't deserve the, uh, okay. the red tails. <laughs> the name is too prestigious for a shitty team. Basically, I just thought the history I mean, of it shitty, was really yeah. cool. Uh, um, yeah, I know about I know about the I, I, the details of it were were quite fascinating. Um, you know, obviously, it'd been the official policy of the army that that you couldn't teach African Americans to fly. Yeah, they can't swim. What do you what do you think they're gonna do? <laughs> what do you think they're gonna do in the air? <laughs> it's only logic, sir. Oh God! Yeah. That uh huh, I'm not. You ain't touching that. Yeah, some black people can swim, oh, right? I can swim. She, oh, that's good. Thank God. Good for you. Good to know. <laughs> One of the good ones. Um. Yeah, but these 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 uh, red tail dudes and women. Um. They had uh, women pilots. No. Okay. Uh, but what they had was where is it? I'm trying to find it. Ba 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 ba. Public pressure. Da, 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 da. History. Crusades. Fought the Nazis. More than <laughs> sixteen thousand black men and women worked in connection with the Tuskegee okay. Air Force. Right, right, right. From pilots to flight instructors to mechanics to nurses to weather forecasters. Um, yeah. Over the course of five years during World War II, Tuskegee. Uh, Army Airfield graduated 932 pilots. Of the total, 355 were deployed overseas and saw action in Europe. Um, There's a movie about it called The Tuskegee Airmen. Uh-huh. It's a, I think an HBO movie or something. It's a TV movie that I loved as a kid, man. Watching, uh, just seeing my people flying and hearing about how it was a whole black brigade and all of that shit. Did they put this in the movie? I found this interesting. Members of the Tuskegee Bomber Unit 
also participated in the Freeman Field Mutiny of April 1945. Black officers attempted to enter a segregated officers club at Freedom Field in Seymour, Indiana. Damn, a sit-in. April 1945, Army Air Corps regulations at the time barred segregated facilities. The officers' act of civil disobedience was cited as a tipping point for President Truman's executive order 9981, which desegregated the entire U.S. military. This is the part that I found so interesting. Wow. In the decades following the war, Tuskegee veterans created the Tuskegee Airmen mm-hmm. Incorporated, a way to promote their own efforts and educate the public about the Red Tails' role in World War II. Um, I mean, this basically, this predates the civil rights movement. Yeah. So this idea of like, you know, saying this segregated, you know, having, oh, yeah, white people hang out here, black people, this shit is wrong. And they challenged it within, you know, the military context. I yeah. mean, this is 20 years before the civil rights movement. Yeah, the military, oh, they a little bit ahead with that <clears throat> stuff all the time. So that, that was the part that I read that I oh, felt like kind of was not included in a lot of the conversations about You know what else hasn't tails. been included that uh, does, <laughs> that is a fact? Is that, oh, it's terrible. Yes, yeah. go on. I know that what you're they saying. they were... Uh, Experimented on, given syphilis. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that as well. They gave them syphilis and did not give them the treatment for it. Just to, specifically like because they wanted to see what, like, they wanted to document what it looked like or what 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 happened to the human body when it died from syphilis. Yeah, so fucked up. So I met some Tuskegee Airmen. Did you really? Yeah, man. That cool. was uh, a thing. You know, I'm a, I'm an airman. Myself, right? Former a prior airman, and so you uh, can swim and fly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, you I are, didn't even have to join the navy. You are a credit to your race, sir. <laughs> exactly. Because I can only do one of those things. <laughs> no, I didn't. Uh, they're called. You're called an airman. You're not called a soldier. You're not called a marine. Right. You're not called a uh, seaman. You're called an airman. <laughs> if you, I know, right? We seaman. clown them bad. <laughs> We clown the seamen back. And some of them are called airmen, but I would call them all seamen, and they'd be, I'm an airman! Like, oh, nah, are you? Are you? <laughs> you got a white hat on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I w- uh, one of the things they would do is, like, when we had, like, any leadership stuff, they would bring in the, the remaining Tuskegee airmen. Right. Uh, or at least one of them God, to come cool. and talk to us. <clears throat> and it was like, I would... I'm, Tearing up thinking about it. I would just get like emotional seeing these brothers that went through all this stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think we had three that came to us. Wow. And spoke uh, about it. And uh, I was one of the only black people in that leadership uh, group uh, when I became a sergeant. Uh-huh. Like I was, and it was like, I felt like empowered. Very cool. To see these guys. Uh, well, the, the gist of this article is that the Washington football team doesn't deserve the Red Tails name. I get, I agree. Um, but it'll be cool anyway. But according to the, they've people have reached out to the surviving um, Red Tail members, mm-hmm. uh, and apparently they're cool with the idea. I bet. Um, I think as long as they don't do like what they did with the old helmet, you know, like if they put the, I've seen a lot of mock-ups of like potential logos for the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, the coolest one is obviously the plane with the red tail, kind of flying through this little circular. Thing, but I've also seen some mock-ups of like that kind of look like the old Indian one. It's like a profile of a black dude with an aviator helmet no, on. It's like don't, don't fucking do use, it. Don't, don't put there's a, a right don't way, put a human on the helmet. There's all a right? right way and a wrong way to yeah, do man. this. No. Stick with the fucking airplane. Yeah, stick with the plane. Yeah, we get it. Yeah, yeah. Let people look it up. They were they black don't. and they can fly, yeah. and some of them can also swim. <laughs> 
So allegedly, <laughs> allegedly can swim. Wow. Well, uh, I actually hope it becomes red tails. And uh, me too. I think I'm, it, this that article should motivate the team to be like, we're gonna get this name and live up to it and get rid of Juice. And uh, right. I don't think they have a choice with uh, with Baker. DeAndre Baker. No. Is it no? He plays for the he plays Giants, for the Giants. Uh, Dunbar or whatever. They need to get their shit together, and that should be part of it. Mm-hmm. It's a new leaf. Turn over a new leaf, Washington football team. Do it. Should we talk about Tomlin, and then uh, I can talk about running backs? Absolutely. All right. He's pissed. Yeah, I love it when when these. You know, this is all about the. You know, the NFL is trying to sort of get their diversity issues in order. Um. You know, and they, the language that these leagues use when they do this kind of stuff is always just such, you know, they make it sound like they're doing more than what they're actually doing. Of course, yeah. You know? There's too many uh, PR people involved. Yeah, where they say phrases like, well, we're having internal discussions. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's like, what the fuck? How hard is it? Well, yeah. How yeah. how hard is it? And what did he say? Well, first... He said, why sugarcoat it? Like, you know Mike Tomlin looks like my dad. Did I ever tell you that? You did, yeah. <laughs> so every time I said I see my dad, uh, we we just have to be better. Uh, why sugarcoat it? There's less than half the minority coaches in the NFL than there was in 2007 when I got my job. Right, There's exactly. four in the league in 2020, and there were as many as eight in 2011 and 17. Hmm. Uh, so I didn't know there was eight. That's a shock, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's bullshit. And then they're on a short leash too, man. So I, I like that Thomas said it, man. That it is. Yeah. He said, from that perspective, it is a joke. It needs to be addressed. Yeah. And I know people might feel like it's a handout of some sort, but it's like, uh, what's a handout? Like these other co- these coaches are getting handouts back and forth. Adam Gates is a prime example that I used exactly. before. Exactly. It's like, and then there was a a, a study. Or a survey that came out uh, maybe, I'd say about 10 years ago, mm. there was a, sur- a survey where they asked the players uh, which coach, if they could play for any coach in the league, who would they play for? Mm. And uh, the first coach, you probably could guess, Bill Belichick. Right. Everybody wants to play for Bill Belichick. Right. The second highest was Mike Tomlin. Mm. And everybody was like shocked. And I remember being shocked myself. I was like, damn, that many people like Mike Tomlin. Yeah. And uh, they had won one Super Bowl. I think he won one Super Bowl mm. with them. Uh, and uh, they asked on one of these football panels, they were like, why do you, th- what does this say about the league that people are like, why is there so much respect for Mike Tomlin? And then the one black analyst or a former player was like, uh, it's pretty simple. You want to play for some, you want to play hard for somebody that looks like you. Right. And most of the league is black. This just tells you that they want to play for, They'll go out and run through a wall for somebody that looks like it. it just makes sense. And everybody was like, oh. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Didn't even think about it. Didn't even consider that. Uh, it's just a smart move. Mm-hmm. If he's qualified, of course. Put him in front of the players and see what happens. Yeah. Even like somebody like Ron Rivera. That was cool, too. Having a sure. Mexican coach. Yeah. So. Uh, I mean. Makes it's sense. time, man, and uh, he's got a good point, and I'm glad he's speaking about it. Uh, I got a lot of work to do. Yeah, we'll see. <clears throat> he said, "I coach football. I don't hire and acknowledge that. I don't hire and I acknowledge that. But I've also been in the league long enough to know where we are right now. It's comical, although it's not funny. <laughs> I like that quote. <laughs> I like that quote. 
and, and he's keeping it real. And he plays for the team uh, whose owner created the rule that oh, you yeah. have to interview one coach. And I see it so much. Too. I see it often on Twitter, NFL Twitter, when somebody gets hired or somebody gets spoken to, considered for a job, and people immediately write Rooney Rule. Mm-hmm. They did that for Brian Flores mm-hmm. when he was uh, uh, interviewing to coach the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. And people just wrote Rooney Rule. It's going to be blah, blah, blah. Uh, it's just Rooney Rule. They bring, yeah. It's like everybody's assuming that if you're black, you're not qualified. But if you're black, you're a token. Man, fuck Twitter. Yeah, I'm just saying, I'm Twitter. I mean, it's a, <laughs> it's a quick like way to see what people are thinking. Too many people have a voice. I agree. Everybody's got a platform. Everybody it needs sucks. to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Everybody needs to shut the fuck up. Matter of fact, I'm not saying anything for the rest of this podcast. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> Says the man sitting in front of a microphone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> no, but uh, I agree with that. I'm, I'm not saying that it's made me uh, change any opinions or anything, but it's interesting to see hmm. that they immediately, th- like, you don't see if somebody, um, if Adam Gase, I, I keep picking on Adam Gase, but yeah. uh, uh, who got fired recently? Say, uh, Jeff Fisher. Mm-hmm. Jeff Fisher gets thrown around a lot. Right. Or uh, John Gruden got thrown around a lot before he got uh, hired. Yep. And it's like nobody's throwing any rule out there for that. It's just like, mm. you know, if they were just to say nepotism. Right. Or Shannon, if he gets considered uh, nepotism. Nobody's yeah. throwing that out there. He's only being considered because his father was a great coach. Sure. Or no. Everybody thinks he's a brilliant offensive mind. Yeah. And the only thing he's done is blown two Super Bowls. <laughs> <laughs> right? Hey, hey I'd, I'd say he brought two teams to Super Bowls. I mean, he's good, but he blew a 20-something lead as the offensive coordinator for the Falcons. Run the ball, man. And then he blew, uh, and then the, he blew the lead as the head coach for the, for the 49ers last year. And we talk about him like he's a fucking genius. Right? I heard amen from the back over here, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> amen to that. I mean, I'm not saying he's not a fucking genius, but... Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. I think Atlanta's coach should be black. <laughs> I think so, too. I'm just, I'm just playing. Atlanta of all cities, too. Hey, that, it should Dan be like, Quinn is on a short like, leash this year. If they if they start off the year like they did last year, that motherfucker's going to be out of a job. They should just bring show. in, like, Andre 3000 or some shit like that. <laughs> Have a young Jeezy coaching. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's all his interviews. Would you, are y'all going to win next week? Yeah. <laughs> oh, young Jeezy. <laughs> Atlanta having a Super Bowl. Who performed at the Super What the fuck were they thinking? <laughs> Get me started on that shit. NFL is so fucking tone deaf. Yeah. All right. But I love it. Anyway, yes. it's a great sport. Um, Speaking of great sport, we've been uh, going through all the positions. I've been breaking them down. And uh, last week, we talked about linebackers. Before that, we talked about uh, the offensive line. And before that, we talked about the defensive line. Uh, so uh, this week, we're taking the the player that I consider, the, the position that I consider opposite of the linebacker, which is the running back. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most exciting positions oh, yeah. in football. Uh, is running back, and uh, it's a skill position. It's considered a skill position because they uh, take the ball and they try to score with it. Right. Uh, so the running back uh, has to be fast. A lot of times they're a little shorter, but uh, they position themselves behind the quarterback in most sets, and uh, their main job is to take the ball directly from the quarterback and run the ball. Uh, the position has uh, evolved 
over time. Mm. And the running back is now more of a versatile player, the better running backs, because the NFL has evolved into a more passing league. Uh, when the NFL first started, or when uh, the, the the origins of football, it was mostly running and kicking. That's all the sport was. Were you even allowed to throw the ball in the beginning? I think, uh, no, I think you had to throw it. You could pitch it was the first thing. Backwards. Yeah, I don't even think you could throw it like forward rugby in the beginning. Almost. And then the forward pass was allowed. Right. And then, yeah, so then they began passing more. Right. And then, you know, offensive line established the five players, you know, mm. of the 11. Yeah, so... Uh, running back has always been a thing. You give the ball to this guy, and he used to just run into a, p- a puddle of men. With no proper helmet <laughs> at all. <laughs> oh, and no teeth. And no face <laughs> mask. Yeah, no face mask, nothing. Uh, so Brutal. so now the running back is very versatile. They can uh, Some of them can even run routes, like properly run routes. Yeah. Uh, the, better, the more versatile ones. And uh, some of them function in uh, uh, what's called the Wildcat package mm. as the quarterback of the offense that yeah. takes the snap and makes the decision. Uh, so the running back has become a very uh, smart uh, position. Like You have to be intelligent to do it to make these football decisions. Uh, so they have to read blocks, and mm. uh, the better running backs can do it. Read the block lead, follow the play. Uh, uh, I don't know what else to say about it. The running back just runs and catches and tries to score touchdowns. And some of the most uh, prestigious players mm. in the history of the game. We mentioned uh, murderer O.J. Simpson earlier. Alleged murderer. Alleged murderer. <laughs> <laughs> he was on Twitter. He posted some of his highlights, and people were saying stuff like, "Man, that's a nice cut you did there." <laughs> well, that's some killer, killer package you got there. Uh, but he, uh, O.J. was a, one of the first superstar running backs. Mm. Uh, Walter Payton comes to mind. Oof. Sweetness, they called him. Oh, my God. Uh, because uh, you have to have power, you have to have speed and agility. It's like you're an ultimate athlete if you're a good running back. Yeah. Uh, Jim Brown. Jim Brown is another one. Uh, the best, I think, the best ever. I'll put a package up of him on our uh, on our Instagram, Svenafel Pod. Uh, Barry Sanders. Yeah. He's maybe the best running back ever. He doesn't hold the record. That's Emmett Smith. Don't get me started on that <clears throat> bullshit. But I, you know, there's a, there, yeah. It's either Walter Payton or Barry Sanders, in my opinion. I agree. Uh, I agree. It's not Emmett Smith. I don't no. even think he's top five. No. And come at me. Come at me if you think I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, because do not forget that before Emmett Smith did all of that, Jerry Jones went out and mortgaged the fucking decade on the offensive line. Mm-hmm. And then they became a powerhouse in the nineties. So, and also Barry Sanders retired um, earlier than oh, he very yeah. unexpectedly retired. Yeah. Detroit he got the Detroit plague. Yeah, <laughs> when they take great players and just make them not want to play anymore. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Detroit. And he easily would have been the record holder had he kept playing. Yeah, he should have gone somewhere else. But it was Walter Payton's record that Emmett broke. Right. And uh, if you watch highlights of Emmitt Smith, you'll notice that he doesn't get touched for the first, like, five yards of every play. Right. <laughs> because the offensive line's so good. And you watch highlights of Barry Sanders, he doesn't get to the run <laughs> to the line of scrimmage without getting touched. Right. He, uh, and Walter uh, Payton, the fun thing about Walter Payton was that he would, you know, he would run towards the sidelines looking like he was going to run out of bounds. Oof, and, and then he would cut back face. in and just run whoever it was, whether it was a linebacker or a cornerback, yeah. whoever the fuck was standing in his way, he would just murder that dude and he just keep cl- going. And he used his arm like a club. Mm-hmm. Just 
bang you in the helmet with, yeah. his, with his arm, man, and hit you in the chest. Like, he was a, a punishing running back, mm. even though he was called Sweetness because he had so many moves. Yeah. Another Bears player was Gale Sayers, who was a good running back. Yeah. Uh, but that's on the highlights. I didn't watch him live. It was before my time. But mm. uh, currently, what running back? Who are your favorite running backs now? Right now. Right now. Currently, uh, I, I, the the best running back of the recent the past 10 years is Marshawn Lynch. Okay. It's power, speed, and uh, just and agility too, man. Uh, I, I posted it the best the, the play I show Swedes who want to see football is the fucking beast mode run that is called. <laughs> what did he say? I forgot. To, like running motherfuckers over. Or... Yeah, he's like uh, <laughs> over and over and over, over and over. <laughs> And over, and over, he keeps saying it. <laughs> I think it's over. I think great. he said over, over. It's on our, it's on our Instagram as well. Great interview. Uh, <laughs> until he don't want to know more. <laughs> but Marshawn Lynch might be the best of the past. He's the most fun to watch the past ten years. Uh, Adrian yeah. Peterson is another one. Yeah, that's uh, great. Um, now that stands out. Uh, I really liked uh, maybe like a generation before is like Ladanian Tomlinson was fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, can't really think right now. I'm loving Nick Chubb, obviously. <laughs> Former Bulldog. Yeah, but I'm talking about greatest right now. Yeah, but I'm telling you, this kid, he... Oh, Saquon Bar- Barkley is the future. Saquon Barkley is great. He's the future. That yeah. guy is all-purpose, catch, run. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be a Hall of Famer, I believe, yeah. as long as he stays healthy. Uh, and maybe leave that team. But yeah. Saquon Barkley is a, is a running back. You can actually build a team around. Sure. It's amazing to watch him run. My man Todd Gurley's going to tear it up this year. I'm feeling it. Uh, I saw him in a Falcons jersey for the first time the other day, and I I, I, I almost cried. I, I thought so you were going to say, I came. I, I, <laughs> I really thought you were going to say. I did that after I cried. <laughs> you cried while coming. I cried and then came. <laughs> but uh, I feel like... Uh, I kind of expl- do. Do you feel like I explained adequately the running back position? Yeah, hand they in the ball, have, uh, run like hell, yeah. score a fucking touchdown. And uh, I think a good running back has vision. That's something that uh, is very understated <laughs> when it comes to running backs. They talk about the speed and agility or whatever, but they have to see things developing out in front of them and make a good decision. Uh, so the best ones have good vision and and set things up uh, like uh, Barry Sanders. It's just amazing. It puts you. Almost like a basketball player with a with a good handle. Mm. So yeah, and they have to be able to read the defense too yeah. before it happens and and yeah. readjust on oh, it and block. Yeah, sometimes the running back is the last defense. Mm. Uh, if you see a running back that's out there every play, then they're a good blocker. Mm. But if you see a running back that's only out there on third downs, then your lead running back is probably not a good blocker. Right. Because uh, sometimes you're the last line of defense if the quarterback is is in the pocket and needs to make a, a, a pass. Mm. The running back has to be able to get in there and make that block yeah. and get that linebacker that's free or help chip block a, a defensive end. Uh, when I say chip block, the, the, the guy's engaged and you can hit him, give him a little shoulder, mm. knock him off balance a little bit to help your, your guy out. So yeah. It's a very versatile position uh, and a very unfortunately short-lived position in the NFL. They yeah. have the shortest time span, average time span in the NFL, so... Well, they, it's a punishing position. Yeah, man. So uh, that's it, man. Uh, that's our uh, running backs. And that's our episode for SpinFL this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate it. And the league is, uh, the the NFL is less than a month away. So what? It's like like three weeks. 
Yeah. Right? The Maybe first less. game's on a Thursday, yeah. So uh it might be three yeah, three weeks away, either three or four weeks away. Oof. So um we're gonna we're gonna be moving these episodes uh to Tuesdays hopefully. Mm. As we get when we get to the season, so that you can hear about all the games right after when we're in, in here excited and crying and coming. Oh man, so. it's gonna be fun to talk <laughs> about real football. Yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Uh, spread the word. Uh, if you like this podcast, uh, leave a review on uh, iTunes, uh, a positive review, a uh, five star review, and and uh, that gets us more notability. And uh, we will see you guys next week with another episode of SpinFL. I'm Jonathan Rollins. Give me Sarah. This has been SpinFL. Take care. Later, y'all. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.